Welcome back to Isopod, the isolation podcast. Music courtesy always of Sacred Lime. I'm Jack. That's Corey. Corey, what's happening? Not too much, man. Out here in sunny Florida. Sunny Florida? How hot is it out there? It's pretty hot. I'm sitting in my car right now, so it's extra hot. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting in a uh, an air-conditioned room, so uh, uh, I've got you beat on that one. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have that luxury right now, but... yeah. Yeah, we have lots right. of good music this week. I think we, sort of. We we do, yeah, and uh, quite a bit of news actually uh, to start out. But uh, before we get into the news, I want to touch on something from last week. We talked about um, the Ariana Grande "Thank You Next" record, and a record that I originally said that I thought "Sweetener" was the better record from uh, from last year. Um, but upon further investigation, I have come to found that "Thank You Next" is better. So hot take. Hot well, take, and, uh, that, and, th- and that's that. You can't argue with that. You you can't. I mean, what's the follow up there? Um, Jack has made his decision. Unless he decides, <laughs> and, unless he changes his mind next. Week. I'm I'm sticking we'll to keep it, right? You updated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll be week to week. <laughs> well, uh, I have not really gone back to last week's music just because I've been struggling to keep up. But yeah. we're tuned in, so you don't have to be. Um, Always. Let's get right into the news. So first off, Jake Cole performed the NBA All-Star Halftime Show. Uh, did you watch that, Corey? Of course. I'm a big NBA guy. He was also I know in you the are. slam dunk contest. Did you see that? He threw the ball for – who did he throw it for? But then he missed the dunk after it. it I hilarious. saw Anyways. that. Yeah, yeah. Repping Dreamville hard, though. Repping Dreamville to that. As he always does. As always, yeah. And yeah. he uh, shouted out 21 Savage. Um, right, performed right. his a lot verse, which, by the way, is one of the best verses. Oh my god! Last year, I love that verse. Ridiculous. Yeah, what he do? He did a uh, middle child, a lot, ATM, and love yours, which actually love yours. That was my favorite. So solid. Yeah, love oh yours is an gosh. underrated J Cole track. Oh man, I gave that album a lot of hate at, at first, um, but man, I have just come to love that record. Um, <laughs> 21 Savage gave an interview going off of that 21 Savage um, uh, song there. Um, he gave an interview with, um, what was it, Good, Good Morning America um, about his recent ICE scandal. Um, and uh, just touched on, um, you know, the uh, um, the injustices that were faced uh, on him during that whole time and, and how Jay-Z came in and, uh, and kind of helped him out through that tough time. So um, if you haven't yet, check that interview out. It's definitely worth the watch. Um, also, a favorite of our show, Denzel Curry. A big isopod favorite. Jack Dude, was losing his mind about I, this. He covered Bulls on Parade for Like a Version oh. and... Jack, tell him about it. I can't even. If I mean, if you're a metalhead, like, I, I, first of all, if you're a metalhead at, at all, Denzel Curry is your man. If you want to explore, if you want to try to get into, rap. if you yeah, want to exactly. try to get into hip hop, absolutely check this guy out. But um, as a he, rap head, he's almost kind of gotten me into metal a tiny. I mean, I'm not dude, a metalhead or anything, but yeah. he he makes me want to listen to heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and this song, like, you have to bring. I mean, Bulls on Parade, this is a high-energy song. Like, Zach De La Roca from Rage Against, the Mach- Rage Against the Machine absolutely goes insane in this song, which makes it one of the best rock songs ever. Um, and uh, Denzel brings, I would argue, the same amount of energy. And uh, watching his performance and just how he, every word is just 
he just hits you hard at like yeah i mean like, we, we talk about this probably way too much but denzel curry's energy we use that word so much but his energy is just palpable and if you if you want to see him perform live it's just unbelievable it, he, it really, he goes insane yeah i saw him live a few months ago and uh um <laughs> I, I, i've never i've never gone more insane um <laughs> uh also um happened this last week ryan adams if you're familiar he is under investigation with an underage fan for sexual misconduct um so not a good look for him obviously yeah, there's too many stories about that and back to takashi 69 we talked about him I, yep. I don't know why we're st- still giving him airtime but he didn't receive any jail time for routing out everyone else involved in yep. his incidents so that's just ridiculous yep. he needs yep. to be in jail for a long time yep and then um this also came out this morning, uh, fresh off the press. Ariana Grande has become the first solo, solo artist and first artist since the Beatles to claim the top three spots on the Billboard Top 100. Well-deserved? Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you knew it was going to happen. This this album was just bound to explode yep. and yep. break every streaming record. My question for you is, if there's an album in 2019 that will break her streaming record, what will it be? Who will it be? That's a really really good putting question. you on the spot. Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm gonna go with my answer first and let you think about it. Okay. The next album Drake drops. I think it's gonna, un- unless maybe like an Adele sneaks in there. I don't know. Like who? who? Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um... Really I mean, a, on the spot. a lot of people hate Kanye, but the amount of buzz that he got last year, like, I don't know if it'll top Ariana's, but like he, he has really made a name for himself in 2018, um, uh, after releasing all of his records. So right. that would be my, my initial thought just right at the top of my head, but, um, yeah, that's a good question. That's a good, good call. I don't know. We're going to introduce a new segment. We're stealing it straight from Highly Questionable. Shout out Jimmy Consiglio, big fan of the show. Um, it's titled See or No. It's very simple. We say, There's five albums we're going to go through that are dropping this Thursday. And Jack's going to give me a quick see or no, whether he's interested or not. Great. So let's start with Gunna. Um, no, not intrigued. Not intrigued. Yep. Not two singles Sorry. Were just really bad go offset no i'm not um i i could go without a, a another i i can't get another solo project from amigos i just can't do it i'm actually kind of gonna disagree i'm a little bit intrigued cc i'm a little bit intrigued a little bit his last his single from this week didn't quite make the playlist but it was right on the edge for me i thought it was a really solid track i think he's the best member in migos i think it has a chance to be good let's go okay. lil pump i'll say c c i'm intrigued um i i think uh i think he's gonna come off that gucci gang uh from a couple years ago and really make an name for himself i am a hard pass we're gonna argue about this next week i can't wait i can't stand a little pump he's one of the worst artists in the history anyways larry Clark jr go oh see very very intrigued i can't wait for him to just shred all across this album oh i already know your answer yeah i'm 100 in Kalani? 100%. see see intrigued not very intrigued but i, I am 
I'm also intrigued only because she's such a huge Frank Ocean fan and she always tweets about Frank Ocean. So I, I'm a fan by by product of that. Yeah. Let's sure. get into our album reviews of the week, starting with the newest from Czarface. And they, he has a guest on this one, Ghostface from the Wu-Tang Clan. That's right. Another collab album from Czarface. Last year, he dropped a collab with MF Doom, Corey's boy. Um, Corey actually turned me on to MF Doom. Um, so thank oh, you for that. But um, He is one of my favorites of all time. But this one, um, this is a, a really, uh, it kind of plays off that same superhero, supervillain soundtrack theme that was in the Czarface MF Doom album from last year. So it's, it's, it's kind of the same, uh, it, it pulls from the, the same influence from Mad Villain. So, uh, you know, like Czarface, uh, if you're familiar with his work in the past, it's, it's kind of uh, that, on that same, that same line. Uh, he, I know he's working up towards that Mad Villain status, but we'll see if he ever gets there this is a good album not a great one in my opinion what do you think i absolutely loved it there's no hooks there's no frills it's all bars i love the theme i love the old school wu-tang vibes uh we've got inspected deck from the wu-tang clan in Zarface. Yeah. um i thought iron claw and morning ritual were both great tracks and yeah i, I just love that super villain theme and i think this one I, I'm a much bigger MF Doom fan, but I, I think this was a better project. I thought it was a little bit more cohesive oh, and okay. more consistent. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Let's get into the next one, Florida Georgia Line. Jack, Florida Georgia think? Line, uh, yeah, a favorite of mine, not. Um, this album is called Can't Say I Ain't Country, and I can't agree with that statement more about how that describes Florida Georgia Line. Um this whole album uh, has the same three or four chords uh, with the most cliche and gross country stereotypes. Um, also has a Jason Derulo feature. Like, what the hell are you doing there? <laughs> Jason Derulo. Like, what the hell? Um, in the title track, Can't Say uh, We Ain't Country, here's a direct quote. You can say I'm a redneck. You can say you don't like my truck. You can say you don't like I talk and dress all funny, but you can't say I ain't country. Well, guess what? I'm saying you're not country. So, um, that's all I have to say. Swerve also on the, on the album might be uh, top 10 worst songs in 2019 an early favorite. Yeah. So we're tuned in. So you don't have to be here at, at isopod and one of my least favorite things about this is just the fact that we have to listen to all these albums that I usually wouldn't. Like, I, I was really enjoying, after doing our album reviews, just that I could kind of ignore the albums that I'm not intrigued by. Yeah. And so I was very fortunate that you volunteered to do this one uh, this week because I started to listen to it this morning and only made it through the, uh, <laughs> the first skit before I just decided i wasn't going to ruin my morning i'm working too many hours out here in florida to waste a morning listening to florida georgia line i was worried that i was going to be thinking the same about this new avril levine record but i was pleasantly surprised i mean i had yeah. very low expectations but i was pleasantly surprised i really liked um i fell in love with the devil i liked tell me it's over uh, the dumb blonde track with Nicki Minaj was definitely a low light. Um, there's definitely some uninspiring tracks. Um, I love the piano ballads, but some of these just got so repetitive. Um, and I, I didn't realize Avril Lavigne was only 34. I was expecting her to be like 50 or something. It feels like she's been around <laughs> forever. Um, so I don't know. She's like almost kind of still relevant. It's, it's not my favorite yeah. type of sound, but I thought it was all right. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm glad you mentioned Tell Me It's Over because that was another favorite of mine. I uh, really enjoyed that song. Um, during this album, uh, I was actually I looked up um, kind of like the backstory behind uh, why she called it Head Above Water because she hasn't put out music in a long time. And it actually 2013, st- right? 2013. That was her last album. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah. So Head Above Water was her first single. And I think she said, what, seven years, eight years? Um, wow. So it actually stemmed from, I, I didn't know this, but she had Lyme disease for two years and was pretty much bedridden for, for all that time. So um, she wrote the title track, Head Above Water, while she was in bed sick and uh, kind of adds to um, uh, to that song for me. I really enjoy that song a lot. And uh, just like you, I think it's a decent pop record. It didn't blow me away, but definitely had some endearing messages in there. The Nicki Minaj feature wasn't my favorite, but the vibe of that song kind of reminded me of their, uh, her girlfriend days. Hey, hey, <laughs> you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. Great one. Uh, Absolutely sure. great. Uh, moving on from there, we've got Ryx, R-Y-X. This is an artist that uh, actually was turned on to me from our our friend, Charlie Kittredge. Yeah, he's been getting me into a lot of electronic music recently. This is a really nice, soft electronic album. Um, I, I was pretty bored of it for the first couple songs, but as the album progresses, it really turns into uh, an epic uh, uh, an epic album. Um, it's kind of the album where I could see this playing uh, during the uh, Shavasana in, in yoga. If you know what Shavasana is. It's the, I agree uh, with that, yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, just it, a really it, calming it, it, album. I agree. It was a little bit softer, my likening, especially for an electronic album. Uh, the Water, I, I agree it picked up, and The Water was definitely my fave from that album. Water solid. Um, and then, uh, did you listen to the Quinn XC... <laughs> What is it? Quinn XC11? Is that how you say it? I have it? no idea what that is, man. That's all you. You're okay. So yeah. <laughs> you, don't <have> <laughs> you don't have to be. Uh, this Thanks. is the new album from Quinn XC11. I don't know if you pronounce if I pronounce that right, whatever. Somebody tell me if I'm wrong. But this is a, a pop album. I was not impressed by this. I was just told to listen to this from a uh, from a friend and I it wasn't anything special, just pretty generic production. Um drags on for far too long. So, yeah, not 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 a favorite for mine this week. Um so that wraps up our album reviews, and uh, let's move into the uh, the playlist segment, uh, as we do every week here at Isopod. So leading off, we have we've a great got, playlist this week. We, I, I just have to say, yeah, um, some lo- eight lo- great tracks. You're gonna want to listen to each and every one of these. Everyone. starting with "Old Bone" from Wet. Tell me about it, Jack. Old Bone, uh, this is uh, uh, the latest single from Wet, who dropped uh, an album last year called Still Run, one of my favorite records from 2018. Count so, me in on that. I love this song. It's uh, It kind of gives me the feeling that I'm you know, in the middle of a camping trip staring up into the stars and uh, uh, just couldn't couldn't enjoy this, uh, this song more. It's a, it's a nice, soft, acoustic song with very gentle vocals. So um, recommend this song to everyone. Agreed. Love her vocals on that one. Next, we have I Want You Around from Snow Allegra. You might remember her name from my most anticipated of 2019 list. Um, It was released four days after Valentine's, but this is just a steamy song. Uh, Send it to your special someone. It's just a vibe. Uh, Next, we have Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, from Rye X again. We're gonna we're gonna touch on this guy. A beautiful uh, uh, guitar instrumental um, that builds up into this like layered vocal harmony at the end. Uh, really gives me gives me that feeling that uh, you know just just uh, floating up into the clouds, Corey. Uh, just a classic soft electronic song here. Yep. Next we have New House from Rex Orange County. The X. British sensation. I don't know if he's an isopod favorite, but he's certainly one of my favorites. This is his first single in over a year. Um, it's got his signature casual, like neo soul, lo fi rapping sound. I don't even know how to explain him, but he is just so distinctly Rex Orange County, and I love it. Um, it's another kind of love song that came out on Valentine's Day about kind of moving in together. Yeah. But, Anyways, let's get into the next one. It's Fluctuate from Catfish and the Bottleman. This is another one for me, huh? This is a, another British indie rock band, um, and it tells a story of a struggle with a manipulative woman. I love this one, too. Their new album, The Balance, comes out April 26th, so we'll be watching out for that one. Yeah, I, I really, I at first I wasn't a huge fan of that new house uh, record by uh, by Rex Orange County, but that one grew on me. So uh, you were right. I was wrong. It's fine. <laughs> Um, next, we've got um, another single from Hosier called Dinner and Diatribes. This is uh, for promoting his latest record, Wasteland Baby, coming out in two weeks, I think. March 1st, I think it's when it drops. Um, I could be wrong about that, but I think it's March 1st. This is a really nice bluegrass guitar and thumping drum song. Uh, just really gets gets you going, Corey. Uh, uh, a nice indie rock song, and uh, I'm not really sure what the uh, what the echo effect that he puts on his vocals, but they're they just make the song sound even more epic. Um, so really looking forward to that Wasteland Baby song. What do you think about this guy? I agree. I like I like that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, next we have Robbery from Juice World. Uh, Jack, correct me if I'm wrong, but Juice World has to be the new king of this emo rap phase if he's Uzi the king. really is retired, which he's not. He's not. Uzi isn't retired. Yeah. But um, yeah. this is just another heartbreak, heartbreak theme. Um, the emotion, once again, is just palpable as he's, she told me, put my heart in a bag. <laughs> uh, it's his first single from his new album coming out soon. I don't know the exact date, but uh, it's titled A Death Race for Love. Another, it's just, oh, I didn't it just that. plays off that heartbreak theme. Um, and he does it so well. Yeah, yeah gosh. Uh, if Uzi yes, is not, feels... if Uzi isn't retired, he, to me, he still is the king of emo rap, but uh, if he's really hung up the, uh, uh, hung it up for good, Juice World has taken over that spot, so I'm, I'm with you on that. To round up our playlist this week, we've got Powers and Stuff by Czarface and Ghostface Killa. This was my favorite track of last week um, off of that uh, Czarface meets Ghostface album. And just like Corey talked about on this album, this if you want some bars, give this one a shot. They just go at it and at it and at it. I was going to switch it up but i think this is my favorite track of the week too it's just incredible and i love the samples at the end oh like my the gosh thing starface has the powers and stuff oh, it's God. just hilarious it's, so it's good. an awesome track you have to check it out just that yeah old school superhero movie music vibe just uh just i don't think that'll ever get old to me i, I really enjoy it i i always yeah. enjoy records like that yeah next uh, we're going into our perfect playlist if you haven't if you haven't listened to episode two 
This is our playlist that we're going to be building upon. It's only perfect songs, and we have a submission from our very good friend, Matt Ryan. Let's listen to Matt's submission for his perfect song. Assad dudes. Uh, for my perfect song, I'm going with Hurt by Johnny Cash. I think a perfect song has to really make you feel some sort of strong emotion. And if intense sadness is your thing, then man, you are in luck with this song. Uh, the lyrics are about him looking back on his life with extreme regret, and he observes that everyone he cares about eventually dies in the end. Happy stuff. Um, his raw and gravelly voice are ideal for a song like this, and while the instrumentals aren't anything crazy or innovative, um, it's a song that's one of the few that will always give me the feels no matter how many times I listen to it. Love the pod and go Zags. Go Zags indeed. Thanks, Matt, for that submission. Um... <laughs> I, I, I agree. I That's one of my favorite Johnny Cash songs. Um, Johnny Cash, just known for that gritty voice um, and uh, really cold lyrics. Uh, man, and and this one this one hits you in, in all the right ways. Yeah, so. and I love the way that Matt said the perfect song just has to get into your emotions. I couldn't yep. agree with that more. Yep, yeah. So for my perfect song of the week, Jack, I'm not sure if you saw this meme. Um, it was like sick of guys telling me their favorite type of music is classic rock. Like I get it, you have a good relation with your da- relationship with your dad. Relax. Well, shout out <laughs> Randy, my dad, love oh, my baby. dad, because we're going with the classic rock anthem, "Stairway to Heaven" by Led Zeppelin. I went with Pyramids last week. This is another eight minutes of just perfect song. Uh, it's a story about a woman who's making a lot of money only to find out that her life lacks meaning and she won't go to heaven. More happy stuff. Uh, <laughs> it features just this epic buildup and it builds to this epic guitar solo by Jimmy Page. Got it right this week. Not Robert <laughs> Plant. Robert Plant is the lead singer. Everyone knows that. Of course. Um, but I mean, I'm not going to tell you to listen to Stairway to Heaven because everyone's heard it, but listen to stairway to heaven it's a perfect song it's a perfect song and um you know my uh my dad when it, whenever he talks about stairway to heaven it is overplayed but it's it's a perfect song you can't deny it yeah. for my perfect song this week i am also going off of that classic rock theme that we've got going here but this is a day in the life by the beatles <laughs> and this is the finishing song to their highly acclaimed Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts album, which is actually, if I'm not mistaken, Corey, your favorite Beatles album. It absolutely is. It was yeah? the first Beatles album I ever got, and it is his. It is their best. Wow. Okay. Hot take. We'll, we'll, we'll fight on it another time. We can. We can do it. Um, but in terms of this song, uh, I mean, you're, you talked about the, the epicness of Stairway to Heaven. This one... Uh, gives you that same feel uh john lennon and paul mccartney trading verses here lennon um he actually he touches on his two verses are about the daily mail newspaper that he read that day and so in verse one he talks about a woman named uh or or a man sorry named tara brown who was actually the heir to the guinness fortune at the time uh who passed away in a car accident so that's where verse one comes from and then his last verse is about the very next page in that newspaper about four thousand holes in blackburn in england um and then lennon ties that in together with his original story um and then Paul's verse details a typical morning in London. And then at the very end, he says that he drifts off into a dream. 
Uh, and that comes right after this epic crescendo in the very middle of the song, which was actually the, uh, in my opinion, the first beat switch. In the music. first beat switch. The first beat switch before there was a beat switch. So uh, even to this day, this song sounds revolutionary. 100% agree. Perfect song. We want to hear from you guys. Send us your favorite song. Send us a recording. We'll be posting about it on social media. Follow us at The ISO Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Jack, another great week in music. We're, we're excited for next week. Always excited for the, for the, for the week after. Um, yeah, go listen to those songs and uh, give us your takes on those, uh, those perfect songs, please. And as always, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.